Ladies and gentlemen, episode eight, Wrestling Journal Podcast brought to you by WrestleBuzz. It is I, Joseph Crush, remotely with my boys here, uh, Nick Jersey, Nick, Der- Nick DeMonte, NJ3, the man of many names. How are hey, you? yo. <laughs> hey, yo. Tommy Bad News Canale. What's going on, bud? Not much going on, everybody. Doing good, man. Nicky Noodles. What's up, boys? What's Can't up, see your face. Universe? That's right. Better that way. Better for the fans. No video feed for uh, for Noodles here, so it may mess me up on my rotation here. But uh, what else is there? Always causing problems, this guy. He's low on bandwidth. <laughs> His internet is low. <clears throat> Battery power. <laughs> Before we uh, get into the wrestling, um, last week we kind of we briefly touched on a fantasy wrestling uh, that we do. It's called Paper Champion. Um, I just want to drop a promo here for our boy, uh, Eric James. Do you love fantasy sports and professional wrestling? Of course you do. So join Paper Champion. It's free to play, win real prizes, gifts, trophies, and more. Signups for Season 5 are currently underway. Do you have what it takes to be the next Paper Champion? If so, contact us at kfabecup at gmail.com. Once again, that is kfabecup at gmail.com. Paper Champion. Fantasy Wrestling Done Right. Yeah, so that was... uh, We're in a fantasy fantasy wrestling here. Uh, It's fun. It's free. I can't recommend it more. So uh, reach out to the email that he dropped. I think it's kfabecup at gmail.com. And uh, get some information on registering for that for the next season. It's a great time and love love being a part of it. Always fun. Being a two-time champ, I know what it's like to win. So you got to go up against the best here, boys. Uh, Rating, defending, champion here. Um, Undisputed. Undisputed. (laughs) Yeah, we're six days removed from uh, in your house here. I mean, like, I'm going to just be bold. And I know I text you guys on the side. Uh, Definitely, in my opinion, wrestling show of the year all around. Uh, Maybe in a long time. I mean, I'm kind of particular with what I like with wrestling. Nostalgia is a big thing for me, being a fan for like over almost 30 years. So when you go back to the heyday of like wrestling, hit on like in your house and like little things here and there, it like really brings back like the kid in me. And uh, on top of that, you give me the show that they offered with all the matches, um, just initial. I mean, it was it blew my mind. I'm, I'm super happy. I'm so excited for the future of wrestling with the talent and then Triple H potentially running everything. Uh, I just want to get that out there. But uh Nick Jersey, what do you got for me? What did you think of the show? I mean, if I had to give it a rating, I'd probably go about 4.2 out of 5. Um, I thought the show was fantastic. I thought it was I, – I have to agree with you. I think it might have been one of the best shows of the year thus far, even without a full arena. Yeah. That's how good it was. And, and could you just imagine if we had a full arena – that what you know what took place you know it was i thought it was really cool when i was watching the show like i still felt like you know how when you watch the week-to-week shows you know you don't have the crowd really there i don't see yeah. nxt you know um the trainees but like this still felt like a nxt takeover special right like it, it felt it i felt it yeah. so like that's that really helped enhance it um i thought the announcers did a great job i mean the matches were fantastic top to bottom and i, I mean nxt is is in my uh, in my estimation the best wrestling we have going right now yeah, I can't disagree with that. I think I wholeheartedly agree. NXT is the best wrestling on television right now. Um, and just even on the, on the detail with the matches and everything, like the, 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 the entranceway and everything, it just like really brought back the feels and the, the top, top-notch matches. But I ag- agree with you with the, with the fans. Imagine it being in front of a full crowd. I mean, holy shit. 
then I'd probably um, give it about a four point five or four point six yeah, out of five. I just sure. I missed that little bit, but it's not it's not the wrestler's fault. It's just sure. the circumstance. But that's why I try to be fair, objective, you know, reporting here. Understandable. Uh, Nikki Noodles, what do you got, buddy? Oh, I love it. It was a tremendous pay per view, and there's not there's not enough things, not enough great things to say about the quality of wrestling that NXT delivers every single time that they put on a show. Uh, the 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 wrestlers are tremendous. Um, they just great storytellers. It's just the best the best wrestling around. And if you've never been to an NXT event with fans, the energy there is unlike any other. And uh, I look forward to the future wrestling, especially with the game running the show. Absolutely. Tommy, bad news. Yeah, no, I mean, awesome show. Love all, like, the old school, you know, the stage and everything with the house and everything. Yeah. That was that was pretty cool. And just the matches alone, just absolutely amazing. You know, the Finn Balor match was awesome. Oh, it was great. That was He's really great. Johnny Gargano was great. I mean – I mean, the backlog role is pretty cool, you know, the way they filmed it and everything. And I, I thought the triple threat for the women's belt was pretty cool, you know? And you know, know what, Tommy? Oh, okay. Charlotte doesn't have the belt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a win. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> and just imagine when we have a full crowd, how awesome Cross's entrance is going to be when we have an actual crowd. I just, I can't wait for that. Yeah. I cannot wait. It's going to be epic. So, all around, awesome show. And I look forward to a long, a longer entrance way, so you can get more of a look at Charlotte, Scarlet too. Is by the way, because that's that's critically important. <laughs> yeah, that, also, yes, that too. Yeah, big shout out to Io Shirai for winning the uh, women's championship. I mean, long time coming. I think she's been uh, loved. She's been super over with the fans recently. I know the fans aren't there now to show her appreciation, but uh, I mean, I think Noodles, you were the one that picked the. You, you damn right. You damn right. I called the only that one. That may have well broke. Done. That may have broke the. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't have our prediction. Our uh, prediction. I think. I think I struck struck out on the rest of them, but I nailed oh, that okay. one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's right. You call the championship match. No, I mean her. Her character changed going to like that heel persona. That you yeah. know, she did a great job flipping it because then she didn't feel like every single the Kyrie Sains, the Oscars before her. Like she has a very different vibe and a different feel. She wrestles different. I mean, well deserved. Yeah, this isn't like a knock at like any uh, Asian wrestlers, no, but they usually no, present no. them with like an Asian feel. And like maybe a music or something like that, and she doesn't have that. She has a different vibe, and like you said, and uh, good evolution of character. Yeah, I hope for good things yeah. like going for her forward. So I'm proud of her for getting that belt and her uh, title. It's not a belt, damn it. Um, <laughs> staying on uh, NXT here on Wednesday night, uh, we get the official, I guess, news or whatever you want to call it that Karrion Cross is going to be going for Adam Cole Heavyweight Championship. I mean. Talk about a rocket strap, huh? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not disappointed with this. I mean, you could say like, where else would he go? I mean, he could have went for, for Keith Lee in my eyes, but um, I don't. I guess they just have the, the utmost like faith in him right now. Uh, Noodles, what do you see? Are you happy like with the quick the quick rush for this? Yeah, why not? Right. I mean, he's he's the hottest thing going right now. He's believable as all hell. You know, his size, his his ability, the whole package. Um, you throw Scarlet in the mix. It's just. The time is now, and there's no reason to waste it, right? Strike while the, strike while the iron's hot. Yep. Um, go after the best wrestler in NXT right now with Adam Cole, and it's just a match made in heaven. And if there is a you know an opportunity for him to take the title, you know there's a, there's a great amount of things that they can do with him leading the ship. Agreed, Tommy. Is this bad news for Karrion Cross for getting the push? I don't think it's bad news. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just trying. To... <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, if he loses to him, probably yeah. But you know, I don't, I don't think it's bad news at all. Yeah. Do you like the Do you like the move though? You you like the push? oh absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when when Scarlett came out at the NXT this week, I was like, oh shit, that this is great. So yeah, absolutely good, good for him, man. 
Yeah, when we don't we don't even have the guy there that's that's throwing out the challenge and just his manager or valet. Yeah, and you get that that big like that big fight feel without him even being there. That means something. I think they they both bring a decent presence, a big presence actually, um, with their characters. Jersey, what do you got, bud? Tick tock, Joey. Tick tock. <laughs> I, I mean, you know what? You need to build down there, right? I think we always echo the sentiment on the main roster that we don't have enough stars, or they keep referring back to some of the old guys. I think having these mega pushes and these mega builds are big, right? You know, Adam Cole you know can't you know he love him keith lee doing his thing you know so i think it's time for the next one and if you put someone over tomaso champa like they did in their in like their first actual nxt yeah. takeover match like they did great match he still looked dominating champa held his own he's an absolute veteran of the game but TikTok, i love it and you know it's actually funny i was thinking like you know crossing cage right because they kind of both sort of signed at the same time yeah. you know going their way and to be very honest you know watching both products i i think cross is I think he's better off with us, and I think Cage is doing his thing over there. But I prefer to have crossover in, in NXT. You say uh, I was thinking about close. it, and <laughs> it just like if we ever get shit on for like being so pro WWE, it just because you just said he Cross is better off with us and not WWE. Like we're a part of the <laughs> well, team. you know what I mean. Like it's I mean, listen, I know what you're It's been around. It's been around longer, right? I mean, AEW's been around for a year. You know, it could be us. They just had to earn that us. I agree. That's what that's what you meant by that. I understand. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think um, it's it's funny because me when I think me and Tom were texting during the show when you, I don't think you guys were watching it live. Um, I texted him like who who would you have Cole against next? And we had no idea. We couldn't think. Yeah. Of it. And Cross didn't even cross. Well, Cross didn't even <laughs> cross my mind. And because uh, I wouldn't, I was like, I'm happy for him. I'm glad. I'm glad they're doing this because I think it's 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 a great um, a great move. I I just wouldn't have thought of anyone else that can go against Cole right now. If Dreams done. Gargano's a heel. Would Champa go back for probably not? Keith Lee's champion. Maybe Dijakovic or Priest, I guess. But they weren't really hinting at that. Um, and with Dijakovic possibly coming to SmackDown soon, so it wouldn't really make sense. Real quick, what about the Limitless one and Finn Balor, huh? I kind of like that one a little bit. What's that? I'm like, um, you know, Finn Balor is going after Keith Lee. Yeah. Oh, he, is he? Yeah. He called oh, out shit. a promo after his, after his win against um, – Oh, after Cameron, Cameron Grimes. Grimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you're right. I like that. Hey. I like that. I think that's, that's a pretty good one. Could you that's imagine a, seeing a, a pay-per-view headline by, you know, Cross and, uh, and Bebe and um, Keith Lee and um, Finn Balor? That'd be, I mean, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I guess they're they're really like pushing out the the hopes of because they they were doing the Walter thing for a minute. I guess they really don't have any like signs of going back to the UK stuff anytime soon. It might got to be with everything going on, going on with yeah. the pandemic. They got to yeah. kind of pivot, but I'm sure I'm sure that it'll it'll pivot right back once things start to hopefully and open up more. That's what Walter, Walter's the man too. Walter's phenomenal. <laughs> Walter is awesome. <laughs> and everyone always shits on WWE for having the depth. This is why you have depth for emergencies like this. Like Finn Balor and Walter, the program is going to be solid. But now we just got him versus uh, uh, Priest, and then now him versus Keith Lee. Come on, yeah. oh, I was complaining on, about that. Not Opportun- opportunities is plentiful with with, with talent that of, of that abundance. So yeah, so. Screw the haters. Um, <laughs> sticking sticking with Wednesday nights, FTR. So FTR made their technical debut two weeks ago, or three weeks ago. Now they're making their in ring debut. Um, they fought against the Butcher and the Blade, and mm-hmm. I thought, I mean, I was happy with it. Um, I didn't get. I was watching it on the low volumes. So I didn't catch their uh, entrance music. Um, does anyone? Did anyone hear their entrance music? Was it anything? Yeah, I heard it. It was. It was okay. It, it was good. I. I 
you know, normal. I would say nothing that's making me, you know, it's not like a, it's not a cross entrance music, obviously, yeah, but, no. or even Cody. I like Cody's entrance music a yeah, lot. Yeah, so do actually. I. Gets me jacked yeah. up. Um, gets yeah, me really jacked cool. up. But no, I thought, it was, I thought it was good entrance music. Okay. Um, and, they, and they arrive in the car. That's pretty cool. Little gimmick yeah. That yeah, it's very, I like that touch. That's very cool. Tom, just go around the table quick. What are you, uh, what were your thoughts on the match and everything where they have going forward with them and the Bucks? I mean, you know, decent match by those two as always, you know, nothing, nothing to complain about. So, I mean, they got, they're going to have a lot of, you know, competition down there between them, the Bucks, you know, Kenny and uh, Hangman, you know, if they're going that route and everything. Yeah. So, you know, curious to see what they're going to do down there. So, good. Well, good in-ring debut. Nothing, like I said, nothing to complain about. So, Jersey, what do you got, bud? I thought it was really good, to be honest. And it's like I know we are saying before about Cross and Cage looking like they're where they need to be. I feel like same thing for FTR. I think, like, I look at them, and I feel like they really fit the mold of what AEW is trying to do. Like, yeah. I think it was actually a good signing, both for them, both for the company. And um, I think it's going to be another good addition to that tag team division they have over there because they do have some pretty big names over there. Um, yeah. Good match. I'm excited to see what they do. I like that uh, Hangman and um, and Kenny got involved. The Young Bucks got involved. You know, there was a good, there's a good, like, little turmoil being built, and, like, they're teasing a lot of stuff. So, to be honest, I thought good story build, good debut, and just – you know, I guess keep it going from there. Noodles, what do you got, buddy? Yeah, so- solid debut, uh, good, you know, good wrestling match, and it's pretty much, you know, your standard classic vintage FTR, man. It's classic tag team wrestling, and it's a, it's a good step in the right direction to the buildup of what they're trying to accomplish. So we look forward to where that might go. No, I agree. Yeah, uh, I thought it was a great match. Um, I like the, the slow build to the Young Bucks. I think that's – I said it last week, it's inevitable. Like, that's what we all really – or at least what I really wanted out of this whole signing. Um, I this is I'm gonna throw this on you guys quick because we did briefly talk about it in the group chat. I didn't have this down; it just came across my mind. They're like they, uh, they, I forget. I get the names mixed up. Uh, Dax Cash, Harwood, Dax, Dax Hart, Wheeler, Dax Harwood, and Cash Wheeler. Um, one of them threw up the the four horsemen sign, right? And I mentioned that to you guys. Mm-hmm. So just a quick, I don't need solid like thought answers. Like people speculate, like there's going to be a four horseman type group in AEW, right? So got a couple of former members over there. Yeah. Like with Tully, maybe behind uh, Dillinger, Dillinger, maybe one of them. I saw, this is an interesting one that really caught my eye because Cody has been doing this, op- is, is planning on doing this open challenge, right? He's technically the biggest baby face in the company. You could argue that. And he's putting over these guys, hugging them at the end of the matches. It kind of, and I think maybe Tommy said this, it kind of, or maybe I read it somewhere that it's it's hinting at like could possibly be like a heel turn eventually. Like it's just like he's over the top babyface to me in my eyes, right? What if we got the FTR, Dillinger or Sean Spears and Cody as like Cody breaking away from the elite, and then you have I mean I don't know how they would work. maybe he turns on Arn to like to make sure and to have like Tully like be their guy like their voice. Because you can't have Tully and Orn. I thought that would be. I saw that on Twitter. I feel like that would be interesting, like to have Cody. Because you need, like we said, you need that like big star, right, to, to lead it. If you have Dillinger be the mid card guy, FTR be the tag team, and Cody be like the the main guy, I think that would be pretty interesting. I don't know. I think that's a forming of a great stable, to be very honest. And yeah, you know that that's one thing that they do. They do a lot over there is they have a lot of stables. Um, yeah, you know what I mean. So I I think that that would be. That would be a pretty cool foursome of, um, of I guess, the newer version of the Four Horsemen if they're trying to do that in AEW. I, I guess, shout out to that person over on Twitter, put that out there. That's actually a pretty cool prediction. 
yeah, I don't want to take credit because I didn't think of that. But mm-hmm. and just thinking about like it, Cody when he when he first came out and when he left WWE, he formed the name the American Nightmare. It's like a, a, an homage to his to Dusty, but like kind of like against what he like a nightmare, not a dream. And like Dusty, if you know, like grow like through his career was always against the four horsemen so like for cody to lead like his type of four i think it would be like kind of like coming like a i don't know coming to a point there i thought it'd be pretty interesting yeah real quick because i'm just kind of curious um cody's been he's he's like on the out like he's with the elite he's kind of like just like a a friend not a foe like yeah so i don't really know like what the storyline is with that like i know you have hangman that's kind of like is it's hangman the bucks and kenny are the technically the elite right and I think, right, Tom, correct me if I'm wrong, or is Cody evolved in the elite too? Like, do they, when they say the elite, is that them five? I think so, yeah. I mean, they were, they were the elite for a while. So I'm yeah, so sure I, they, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I want to know more. Like, I want to know who their def- definitive, like, the elite is. Because um, I know he was, like, a big part of the show, like, being the elite. So I don't know. I'd be interested to see, like, if you would, like, there's a lot of questions I have that, that, that they don't really answer on TV. So I, that's, it's like a lot of the, my, I, I think I can say like the, a lot of their storylines go to like the internet. Like you have to, uh, if you don't pay attention to the internet, then you don't really know. Yeah. Really you know, it's really funny. I was, when I was watching this week, cause obviously inner circle was on and then next week they're promoting Jericho and Sammy Guevara, but they're calling themselves lay sex, I guess. So that's like their lay tag sex. team within. Lay sex yeah, like so, so, so tag team within the group. See, some of the names get like a little bit because you, you got a lot to have to. You have to like really pay attention and remember everything. Like, yeah. you have a faction, and then now you have a name of a group in the faction. It's like, whoa, there's yeah, a lot going on there. Yeah, that's another that's another uh, boiling point for uh, our uh, pipe bomb for noodles next week. Um, <laughs> oh, let so, me get after him. <laughs> so we got a return segment here that we haven't heard in a couple weeks. So unfortunately, we did have some bad news. Tommy, what do you got? I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Uh, it's probably the worst bad news of this segment. Uh, Mr. Paul Heyman was removed as executive director of Raw and replaced with Bruce Pritchard, who's going to run both Raw and SmackDown. And from what I've been hearing, Vince wasn't too happy with Mr. Heyman, and they said he had he hasn't liked him for quite a while. I mean, I don't think there's any secret with that. You know, I don't think they've liked each other for the last 30 years or whatever it's been. So, you know, it just... It kind of sucks because I thought what Heyman was doing was amazing with Raw. I mean, he was bringing up these stars like Theory, giving Apollo Crews a chance, even though, you know, he got lost in the mix for a little bit. So, I mean, I hope Pritchard doesn't change all that, but it sounds like he might just go with what Vince tells him. So, kind of sucks. So, yeah, that's the week in bad news. <laughs> Unfortunate bad news. Jersey, what do you, uh, what do you got on this one? I mean, it's it's tough, right? I, I do like SmackDown. I like watching SmackDown a lot. I think because I like it's a two-hour show. It doesn't feel like it's so, like, dragged on. But you got to give Heyman credit, man. I mean, all these young guys, you know, Angel Garza, um, Humberto Carrillo, Apollo Crews, you know, these guys were getting the push because of Heyman. Liv Morgan, like, these are, like, the they're tra- he's actually trying to legitimately build talent. Buddy Murphy for the future right he's doing something that we've needed for a long time but because it doesn't turn into seth rollins the next day or or roman reigns the next day you're gonna you're gonna poo poo on it you know what i mean like you're gonna like like nah it's not working i don't want it pull it back or you know just because he's not a yes man like maybe bruce's pritchard is i don't know just saying it um and Heyman actually actually has a mind for wrestling and knows what he's doing you're gonna pull it back that that is bad news man it is horrible news Noodles, let's hear it. Yeah, I, I hate it. I don't like it at all. As you guys know, I'm a huge Heyman guy. 
I'm yeah. all about Heyman and Heyman. You got a T-shirt, don't you? Paul Heyman, Heyman guy. I think guy. I do. I think I do. Yeah, spot on with that. I'll wear I'll wear it uh, next week. Um, no, no, it's definitely definitely tough because Heyman is all about uh, development. He's all about creating new talent. He's always been about. That's what he stands for. He believes in pushing people and, and creating, you know, new characters, new stars, and see what you have to work with. You know, and losing that, you know, where Vince has always been the guy who likes to play it safe, always goes to the same well over and over again when things get a little tough. And to lose that innovative mind for Heyman to, you know, give us something new and give us new opportunity, new direction, that's a tough blow. You know what? I was just thinking the one thing I want to add to that, Noodles. Um, Drew McIntyre was a product. We were Paul released, Heyman. That's what the, that, that was sheets from Paul Heyman. Yep. And Drew McIntyre right now is doing his thing. And he is a legit built star right now. And that's all due to Paul Heyman. I mean, of course, to him too. But Paul Heyman's pushing direction for sure. Yeah, he wants to, he wants to give – the fans something else to worry about build new stars and and just send us into a different uh different aura of wrestling it's not the same old stuff over and over again and that's why not having Heyman is a tough blow you can't pull part-timers every time you think you need a no, reading it's boost. the same thing yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. Yeah. eventually those guys aren't going to be there you know so you need to have something behind that and what's what's better than to give up people opportunity to have talent you know yeah I, th- I think it's definitely uh it's it's questionable why why the decision was made um, I did see a quick article, not going to give any validity to it, but I heard that USA wasn't happy with the uh, the direction the booking was going. And I'm not sure how much say they have for the company. It is on their channel. So I don't know if maybe the ratings weren't good enough for them. I'm not sure where they and who even like found that, uh, that information out, but it's it, it's possible, right? So, but I'd like to think, because Pritchard's been doing this for how long, right? He's definitely um, a veteran of the game, for sure. Yeah, I, I would like to think he knows what's going on, and he wouldn't, like, unless Vince is coming in and say, Bruce, get all these guys out of here, all these mid-card guys out of my main events. Like, I don't know. Um, we don't know what's going to happen. I'd like to think that Pritchard would come in and see what's working and keep it that way, and maybe, like, he might change a couple of things here and there, hopefully nothing too drastic. Because I, I, you watch SmackDown. SmackDown's been pr- like pretty solid lately, in my eyes at least. Um, we got Look what we got last night with AJ and, and Daniel Bryan. I mean, mm-hmm. phenomenal match. One of the best matches we've seen in a long time on television, right? So um, I'd like to think that Bruce would stay – at least it's not like a random guy off the streets or like, you know what I mean? It's, they're not giving it to the producership to someone else. It, it's someone that's already within the company. Granted, he is known as a yes-man to Vince, so – um, you you, you kind of think about it that way as well. But that's just me being overly optimistic about how I always am. So, um, can I add I something know. to that real quick, Joe? Yeah, I also think it's a little tough spot too to like you know judge what Heyman's trying to do and trying to accomplish when you don't have the full on crowd reaction to see who can be over, who can get pushed to the top. Yeah, and, it's a big part you know, of it. So yeah. it's like he's trying to build and marinate things so when things go back to normal that you can see what you really have to work with. They're really only going by, what, TV ratings, and not everyone's always available to watch all the time on television. And by based on what, social media reviews? I mean, it's not the same as, you know, 20, 30,000 people inside your arena and seeing what's going on. Yeah, and especially with no house shows too. It, it, yeah. It's definitely a different time, right? So, like, I don't know. Like, like I said, I don't know what the, the – we don't know the exact reason why this is happening. Some say – or it was reported that – uh he, they want Heyman to focus on his in-ring persona more and like maybe Brock's coming back soon. So I don't know for like SummerSlam or something like that. So maybe that's why they don't want to like double, put him on double duty with the, with Raw and then Brock coming back uh, hard for leading up to SummerSlam. Not sure. Um, is there anything, because I had this written down in the notes that I want to ask you guys. I'm not sure if you have any answers, but uh, I'll start with Tom. Is there anything you would do differently 
with the current book anything booking wise like you said you loved what they were doing on raw right so is there and maybe smackdown is there anything you would change booking wise with what their current product is doing anyone getting a push or anything like that i mean as of now like you said raw i thought they were doing with the circumstances i thought they were doing what they were doing was which was great you know and everything and smackdown i just think you know but everything, you know, obviously Roman's not there, you know, to carry the load. So it's, you know, up to Strowman with the belt and everything. So I think what they've been doing has been decent enough, being the, you know, the circumstances of everything. So as of right now, I think, it's, I think just keep going, see where you go, you know, go from here. So yeah, it's definitely a hard situation they're dealing with right now. So I mean, I understand it. Like you can't really, you can't produce everything that you'd want to. Um, Jersey, anything in particular that you would change with how they're like? I know we we've talked about Charlotte being booked too much. I guess that could be like your might be your biggest yeah. thing. But anything else aside from Charlotte being booked that you would change in the booking? Um, I mean, I I have. I mean, I love McIntyre. Right? I'm huge, yeah. huge, huge supporter of McIntyre. I think he's done his thing and he's got he's deserved it and he looks like the part. I actually like seeing Bobby Lashley being pushed a little bit. I know that he kind of got inserted pretty quickly, yeah. but I do like seeing him kind of being you know projected into the top because I feel like we never actually legit had like a, a run where he was like a legit contender, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Maybe not even a champion, just a contender. Um, what Seth Rollins is doing with, with, with theory and, um, with Murphy, I think it's fantastic. Um, I love, you know, I love Garza, you know, that, yeah. um, guys, Garza guy. shit. I'm yeah. a Garza guy all day. I want to be like him yeah. when I grow up, um, you know, him and Charlie, if I flirt with Charlie Caruso on a weekly basis, good for me. Um, no, but honestly with the circumstance, right. It's kind of hard, right. You don't want to kind of put all your top storylines out there because you don't have that fan interaction, right? You want to get yeah. those natural pops in those moments. So you're trying to be careful by not watering down the product, but also giving us something new and fresh. So I think in, even all wrestling companies right now are kind of in that weird limbo you know, state because you don't want to give us everything leading up to SummerSlam, but then you can't guarantee if you have fans in SummerSlam, right? So you're trying to give a little bit, yeah. but I think this is really time to kind of build. I have to say on both shows, I'm, I'm okay right now. To be honest, sure. what I'm getting, I'm okay. Okay, noodles, anything? Yeah, no, I agree with pretty much everything Jersey said too, as well. Like, I, I, I like what everything that's going on right now in both shows. It's been entertaining. It's been exciting. Um, they've given a little bit of glimmer of, of different lights, you know, shed on different characters here and there. But they do got to play a little safe, right? You can't, you can't blow your load here, you know, while there's nothing really going on, right? So it's nice to be able to see good quality wrestling, solid storylines, and and forecasting what the future can be when things kind of return back to normal. So I look forward to, to that when we get to that point. Yeah. Right. Just don't forget a little character build, just a little bit. Like for some of the Lacey Evans is, and the Liv Morgans and the Apollo Crews. And don't forget about Kevin Owens. Like just make sure you remind the crowd that they are right, right. There. They're still there first, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree with that. Right. Yeah. So to, so to answer my own question that I asked you guys, um, I think one thing that I have, I worry about, like is some of you just like live a Liv Morgan, right? Like they, I know. Again, there's no crowd here, so and there's limited things they can do. Maybe they had different plans for her character, but like we've, they, they have that like those, those lead ups to her like returning and like not. I don't know, just like these little promos that she's cutting. It's like I don't, I'm not seeing anything come out of it. Um, I don't want like not I don't yet, want not yet though. Joe. Not yet. Not you're not right. Yet. Yeah, but she's shown she's shown her ability to be tremendous in the ring of late. Right, she's shown this the skill set that they haven't been able to discover out of her in a long time. Yes, so it's there. They've teased that, and now the opportunity for she can do anything down the line, and that's yeah. what I think the point of it is. Is so, it's, yeah, it's, you know, I think what I'm saying, like what I meant to say, was like I hope they don't still like like she doesn't get lost in the shuffle. Um, well, it's one, always possible with any Mac, you know that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why I'm worried. Um, so <laughs> another thing is, and I have nothing against like you said character building, right? And 
maybe we we needed a little character build, but with the whole thing with the street profits and Viking Raiders, I wasn't, I was like okay with it for a minute, but I feel like those type of things drag on too long. Um, and you, this is where like the ongoing joke is like with how the tag team division gets treated in WWE is like a joke. So I, I'd like to see a little more, um, in ring and like better matches, like giving them more like, and I know they can do it and we've seen it before. Like I loved seeing Cedric Alexander and Ricochet as a tag team. And I feel like I haven't seen them in a long time. Yeah. Um, Shane Thorne and uh, what's his the Vic guy were coming on on Raw and they were they they, they were having those matches with with Cedric and Ricochet and they were phenomenal. And like I I want to see more of that. Um, I know the options are limited right now, so obviously they can't do as much as I'd want. But that's like if I had to, like if I'm nitpicking and I change booking, I think it'd be focused a little more on the tag team division and like on SmackDown. Like maybe we're seeing the same thing often, right? So. I don't know. It just with the tag teams. And that's what I'd say. Work on the most is tag teams and then go from there. Everything else is fine. Alistair getting like getting the rub. Seth doing his thing. Drew's killing it right now. Uh, happy for Bobby, like Jersey said. And on SmackDown, again, with Bray not around, he's not the type of guy that would be around as much as, like, as I'd want him to be. When you fill in like guys like uh, – what, oh, it's Strowman versus Miz and Morrison on Morrison, Sunday. Yeah. But then, like, you, I'm actually pretty interested in that. To be I'm honest, interested, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, talk, our, we'll talk about predictions, yeah. yeah. And like Otis with the briefcase, like, there's a lot of uncertainty that I'm I'm interested in, and uh, we'll stuff that we'll get into with the predictions. Um, before we go any further, I just want to give a shout out to uh, our very own Tom Canale, Tom Bad News Canale, and his three brothers with their four brothers uh, bracket podcast. Um, just a podcast they go over with, uh, like pop culture like high pop culture uh they i think the most recent episode coming up is for father's day and yes. they mm-hmm. break down the uh the, their top uh character like their top father characters on television or movies is it both yeah for both both yeah yeah and they give I their mean, uh, it, their winner if you're if you're missing sports and you you miss you know one of the best times of the year which is march madness i mean what better way than to fill that void with a bracket style show that puts up characters and, and movies and things against each other to find out who the ultimate winner is. So I love it. I'm a subscriber and you can find them on Spotify. Yeah, absolutely. And if you, if you're into unpredictability, let me tell you, <laughs> let's listen to the Nicholas Cage episode. Oh Good boy. Quality stuff. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still in shambles here. Yeah. I, I used to be picked up off the ground that, that, uh, that Joe Ford, he's really a character. I'll tell you that for sure. Yeah. Shout out to Danny and Jim too. Um, yeah. But Tom, if you ever uh, leave us for that podcast by yourself, we're done. All right. Yeah. Nah. Remember, remember yeah. where you came from. Hey. Okay. Hey, I'm the I'm the Charlotte of podcasts. I can do more than one show. Nicely done, Thomas. Multiple champion. <laughs> I like it. All right. So uh, we're introducing a new uh, topic for. I mean, if it comes along, we'll we'll go at it. But uh, listener question of the week. Um, this one's brought to you by uh, who you heard before, the CEO of Paper Champion, Eric James. Uh, he wants to know where we rank the current Jeff Hardy angle uh, in controversy wise, like along with other angles that happened in, in history. We don't have to like rank it like one to three, but like where, how are you guys on this angle? We saw last night on SmackDown, the whole piss test, right? And um, on, on, in the ring, Jeff threw the piss in Seamus's face. It's going somewhere. Um, they've come out and said that and Jeff's accusing Seamus of driving the car we got to that point. And it seems to me like Jeff's, and he said it, he's really focusing on making awareness that this is what I predict. At least I was one of the predictors of this, that this is where the angle they were going is that he was trying to make awareness of like overcoming demons and addictions and stuff. Um, but Seamus is, is 
being a heel, rightfully so, and taking shots at, as like calling addict, addictors and users as losers. And it's like he's and junkies and junkies. He's, yes. he's, do, he's doing a good job too. He's, he's doing, doing a good job. Some may, that heel heat. some may say it's a little overboard. I, I don't personally don't agree with that in my opinion, but I'm also not uh, an, uh, a past addictor myself. So I don't really know what it's like to go through that. Um, Jersey, do you rank it anywhere as, as high in controversy as maybe like the Katie Vick storyline in the past? Oh, that's that's a pretty high controversy one. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think I think when it comes to booking, right? What better, I guess, start to use than real life, right? It's it's kind of it's it's easy, but it's real and it's relatable. And as WWE is, is a you know a PG product, it's like you know trying to kind of not only tell the fans and and the people that hey, listen, you know, if you had something, you can overcome it. You can come back. Look at me. Look where I've come. Um, I never thought Jeff Hardy's one of his best attributes was his mic skills, to be honest. Um, I think that he's, he's okay on the mic, but I don't think he's a, a, a fantastic promo cutter. I think yeah. he does his, his best work is in the ring, right? Let's all be very honest. It's sure. best work is in the ring. Yeah. So, you know, for him to be, to give him something that he's passionate about, which is his, his overcoming his, his demons, I think allows him to at least be able to cut a more realistic promo, which kind of helps his, I think, you know, I want to say, I want to, I don't want to like knock the guy. I like, I'm a huge fan, but you know, I think we all can agree that his, he's not the best mic guy, but it allows him to have that passion behind what he speaks about. When you kind of have passion, you have relatability and believability. So, uh, controversy, eh, you know, I mean, it's truth, right? And if you can't handle the truth, you know, get out, but, um, <laughs> you know, story, yeah. Storyline wise. I mean, I, I think it's okay. I, I wish they could have, I mean, I guess what else would you have done? Right. Yeah. You need, it, you need some sort of like ammo for like a blood feud. Right. And what better than go to go a personal route. And as long as, like we said, as long as Jeff's willing to do it, I think it's, it's okay in my book. Right. He's the guy that experienced it. If he's given the, okay, if we find out that he was not willing to do it and, they made him do it or else I don't know what's going to happen, but that's fucked up. But um, well, remember, it's, it's, it's worse to be pissed on than pissed off. Don't forget that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Right. laughs> well, well done, Jersey. <laughs> Bad news. What do you got, bud? Well, I ah. think we can all agree. We can all agree that that had uh, what's his name's uh, fingerprints all over that segment last night. Vince's fingerprints. Yeah. I, right. Absolutely. But like, like Jersey said, or Joey said, if Jeff's okay with it, then, you know, I don't think it's that controversial. You know what I mean? Is it a horrible topic they're dealing with? Yeah, but, I mean, it's just compared to other storylines they've done in the past, like you said, Katie Vick. And I mean, I mean, that was – that's right at the top for me. I mean, you can't get past that. I mean, they're still, they're still trying to live that down to this yeah. day. So, so, right now, like I said, as long as he's cool with it, and most likely he'll come on, he'll, he'll you know, he'll be the winner of this feud and everything. So, and like you said, Sheamus is doing what a – Great heel does. He's getting that heat. He's, you know, just making fun of him and everything. So I don't think it's that bad. But like this day and age, everything's controversial, as we all know. So it's unfortunate. Controversy equals cash. <laughs> Eric Bischoff. Uh, Noodles, what do you got, buddy? Um, yeah, I mean, listen, many topics in today's world, as, as we all know and see what's going on in the world, everything's a little bit sensitive, right? I mean, there's always something, there's always going to be something that people might find a little skeptical, right? But sure. There's, there's nothing better than, than real life and personal issues that people can relate to, right? I mean, that's what draws people in. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that have had a lot of issues in life. And if someone could shed light on it to help somebody, great. Like Jersey was saying before, you know, Hardy hasn't always been the best Mike guy. His in-ring work, in work ability, we all know, is top notch. 
but maybe this is something that he wants to do and make his mark in a different light, right? In helping people overcome those demons that some people can't shake. Um, and it's, you know, he's had a lot of past transgressions with this. And maybe this is the final time that he can really push it over the top to where he can make his mark and make a difference in the world in a different way than what other people are accustomed to. So I'm okay with it. And again, everyone's usually pretty much going to sign off on, on doing this stuff, right? You want a paycheck, you want to do this, you want to do that. But I'm sure if he had a real big problem of it, he wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. And I like yeah. the, the route of like relatability, right? So there's a lot of stuff that goes on like this in the real world. Maybe people that are watching the show go through it. And, and I know it's kind of like you look at it, it's, it's fake wrestling, but if you see that Jeff is, if you know, Jeff really went through these issues and now he's overcoming it, it's, it's maybe, it'll maybe give you hope on and maybe let it down to the tunnel for, for yourself. So, uh, I mean, you could, like you said, people look at things, even when, when there's a positive light being shed on it, they'll always find a negative in it. Um, I'm not one of those people. I see the positive outlook on this. Um, and I assume Jeff, it being one of Jeff's, or we're on the end of Jeff's career here, at least in WWE, um, maybe the last year or two that he has left, uh, I, I would assume it's a big, big thing for him to get this point across. So I'm yeah, it could, okay be, it could be his final chapter, like, like you know, we were talking about. And yeah. everyone, everyone should love a success story, right? And, yeah. and no, matter, no matter what it is, and something that's personable and relatable makes it that much better, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just another controversial topic was the, the hand delivery by May Young. We got a camera. <laughs> yeah, 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 I agree with that. that. <laughs> um, we're going into backlash this weekend, boys. Back-to-back weekends with pay-per-views, huh? So, Love it. Oh, again, I'm sorry. I want to shout out again uh, Eric James, CEO of Paper Champion, uh, for the first listener question of the week. If you want to send us a listener question, at WrestleBuzz on Twitter with three Zs or at WrestleBuzz on Instagram. Or if you know me, if you listen to this and you know me, you can just text me and ask me like Eric did. So uh, <laughs> it's just an easier way if you have my phone number. Don't give out my phone number jersey uh (laughs) (laughs) just uh yeah so going in this weekend backlash on sunday uh back-to-back weekends with pay-per-view uh not never too much wrestling right we got nine hours during the week four (laughs) hours each on the weekend we gotta do a podcast about it too um we got from what i'm going from wikipedia we have seven matches unless something changed since last night um like i do every week this week i won't forget the main event in order (laughs) <laughs> and I will start off with the women's Raw Women's Championship. We have Asuka, who's the champion, against Nia Jax. We're going to start off with Bad News Canale. What do you got, buddy? Um, I think I think Asuka keeps it for this. I mean, I think it's too soon for her to drop it to, especially someone like Nia Jax, who's been hurting everyone she's been wrestling with. <laughs> you know, so I, I think Asuka, I think Asuka keeps it for a little bit, and maybe she'll drop it. You know, when they have a actual crowd. You know, get that reaction, but I'm going to go with Asuka. Fair. Noodles. Uh, I agree with Tom. I'm going Asuka as well. Um, You know, it has been a short little run for her so far, but she's been doing great things. The match she had with Charlotte on on Raw was tremendous up until the very end there with the disqualification, but the buildup with her has been excellent. She's one of the best workers in the ring by far, so it'd be nice for her to keep it for a little bit longer and see where they go with that and eventually lead to another classic match with her and Charlotte in the main pay-per-view. Beautiful. Love it. Jersey, what do you got, buddy? Doodle's a good lead-in because I, I have to agree with you guys. I think uh, if, it's way too soon for Asuka to drop it, and Nia Jack's got to get her shit together. But I think the <laughs> ultimate build is going to be Charlotte versus Asuka because 
keep in mind, Oscar's. I don't. I'm pretty sure Oscar's zero and two against Charlotte. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, yes, I want to fact check me. Yeah. Um, so they got to kind of build it to the Charlotte thing. And what what good way to kind of pay off that uh, title reign at some point than to have Oscar go over Charlotte? So I think that's the eventual build. So um, I'm going Oscar. Yeah, I think it's a clean sweep here. Um, I would and remember, guys. We could do lock of the night or bold prediction at your own will. You don't have to do it if you don't want to. This is not one of my choices. Um, I will never force you guys to do anything you don't want to do. Remember that. Um, That's why you're a good guy, Joe. I will be going with Oscar as well. At Jersey. I mean, you hit it on the head. I think the lead is. I think Oscar's Charlotte at SummerSlam is going to be the the culmination. I think Oscar's going to win as well. There, we'll get to those when the time comes. But uh, Oscar is. And I don't think anyone really throws it around that much. She's arguably like she's going to be remembered as one of the greats of all time in my eyes. I think she, her in-ring abilities is there. She has phenomenal matches and for her language barrier, it's still, I'm, I'm okay with it. There's no issue there with me. Like she may not even say words that I understand, but I like, it's still entertaining as all hell. So I love, I love her little, her little gimmick now. I yeah, think it's hysterical. It's she's yeah. funny. And then when she slaps Charlotte the in the dancing. face, I'm like, there we go. Yeah. And she's a tremendous wrestler. People, oh I don't my think God. people appreciate so, uh, it. She, and, you know, she, she is the real deal in, in the ring, big time. Um, and I, I miss, like, I know it's a heel thing to do, but I like the mist that she had, the green mist. Yeah, I kind of did too, yeah. 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 But yeah. whatever. Can't be winners. Um, yeah, so I think clean sweep for Asuka here, uh, retaining the belt. Uh, next match, we just talked about it, but uh, Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. Um, this may be another clean sweep in my eyes, but uh, Jersey, what do you got for this one? I mean, I'm going. I'm gonna go Jeff Hardy, right? I mean, but between Sheamus being the cause of the accident, between Sheamus kind of, you know, ripping Jeff Hardy like he does week to week, um, and I think, uh, I think it just, I think it's easy for, I think it's kind of an easy one, right? Kind of a clean storytelling. Jeff Hardy going over. Yeah, it seems. I won't right. say more than that. Noodles. Yeah, it's got to be Hardy here. I mean, all this, all this trash talk and all this build up into. It's going to end up in the culmination of a Jeff Hardy victory and, and conquer at least one demon for the night. All right. Tommy Boy, what do you got? Hardy, same reason you guys just said. <laughs> Pretty sure. Yeah. Listen, all right. It makes sense. Betting man would pick Jeff Hardy, right? Do it. Just, we just don't know Swer- how. To... Swerve us, Joey. I'm not going to swerve you. I just want to give. I need to, I need to, because we're not, it's not for money here. So I just want to give you my opinion. <laughs> We don't. I don't. If the storyline is going to go further, then Sheamus could all well come out of this match on top, right? So Very it's, fair. If Very it's fair, not the yeah. end of the feud, then Sheamus. I see Sheamus winning, and Jeff went like winning down the road. Like he still has to overcome like a, a battle here. Chase, but, I chase, mean, chase that, chase that dragon, right? Yeah. So if they're yeah. if they're going to end it here, it's an obvious answer, Jeff Hardy for me. But if they're if the if the feud they plan on going with like another pay per view, or whatever, Sheamus could all all for well win this uh, match here, but. Wouldn't shock me if Sheamus won. Yeah. Though, put it that way. Let's. I would. I. I want to guess it's going to open the show as well. Um, no shot at them. Uh, next match we got Apollo Cruz United States Championship against Andrade. Um, we see this already, but uh, noodles. What do you got for this one? Uh, I'm going to stick with Apollo here. I th- he's been doing some great things. Um, you know, he's uh, bringing a little honor back to the to the title. So yeah. it'd be ni- it'd be nice to, for him to you know stay on this little run that he's on and. and and uh, keep going forward with it, and especially since it's been a little short run, right? It hasn't. He just won it not too long ago, so it'd be uh, it'd be nice and continue that feud with Andrade, as because eventually he's going to get his burn too. So, but I'm Absolutely. still going Apollo. All right, I agree, Thomas. I want Apollo, but now with Heyman out of the picture running the show, I don't know now. Mm. You know, because I think Apollo is one of his guys, but and Andrade Heyman. does date the Queen. So yeah, so that's that what, makes yeah. sense. <laughs> so, but I, I'm hoping Apollo, but 
I don't know. I mean, Andrade can very well win it. So that's that's fair. Yeah, Before we yeah. get to Jersey, I just want to uh, harp on the six degrees of Ric Flair here. Um, <laughs> so Andrade dates Charlotte, right? Bruce Pritchard does a podcast with Charlotte's brother-in-law, and it just makes sense that he would give the belt to Andrade after that. Yeah. The six degrees of Ric Flair for everyone to know. Um, Jersey, what do you got in this match? Um, I, I think this one's Apollo, right? I think that it's kind of, it's, you got to kind of give Apollo that definitive win, right? He beat Andrade, but now let's have him really go over on Andrade and get that definitive win. Like you are the true undisputed United States champion. And I think we might get a revisit of an old NXT storyline of Andrade versus Drew McIntyre. So I would not Ooh, be surprised right. if you see Andrade get pulled um, bolted up to the main event because they've done it before and it was great when they did it then and they even did it before drew had the belt so why not do it when drew has the belt listen nicely dangerous yeah very nice i'd argue that i'd argue that you're a mind reader on your time off um, (laughs) because i would once agree with you uh apollo i have apollo winning this match i think i want to see more from him i need i think he needs the ability to show that he can be a champion or a mid at least a mid-card champion some sort of champion because he's phenomenal in the ring I well, uh, like the new music, by the way. So I'm sure yeah, I put that out there. Nice, sick nice sick music. Yeah. I don't. I didn't. I didn't catch it. Oh yeah, debut new music. All right. If you didn't see it, it check it out. All right, great. <laughs> I have to check it out. Um, sometimes I watch it on mute. You know, you can't really please everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I like I like uh, Apollo winning, and then I, I'd love to see Andrade at least maybe not right now the next feud for Drew, but he I definitely address that down the line because I think he is is uh, championship caliber, like top of the line, um, especially with. The beautiful Zelina Vega. Um, all right, so next match. Let's where are we going with this one? Uh, women's SmackDown Women's. Uh, oh no, not SmackDown Women's. WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. Bailey and Sasha Triple Threat. Bailey and Sasha, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross and the Iconics. Uh, who were we at? Tommy, what do you got, buddy? I'm gonna make this my bold prediction. I think the Iconics win it. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I, just have a, I just got a feeling. That, I don't know. Just got a feeling they're gonna win it. I don't know why, but I just can't see Bailey and Sasha holding on to those belts for a long, for a long time. Right. So that's gonna be my bold prediction. Yeah, Jersey boy. Um, I, I like that, Thomas. You know what? I I'm trying to figure out right the cleanest storyline how to have Sasha and Bailey verse each other. Right, something has to happen to kind of put the split. They were kind of teasing it a little bit that Sasha was okay being her valet and being second fiddle to Bailey. Mm. They win the titles. That kind of gives them a little bit of relief. But what way to start the feud again than to have them lose the titles? Um, we got to see a title change, right? We can't just say clean, um, yeah. you know, win against everything. So I honestly have to agree, Thomas. I think the Iconics should win it and will win it. Um, I will not give it lock of the night, but I think they should win it and will win it. And I think that it's going to help get the feud of Sasha and, and, um, and Bailey going. Beautiful. Love it. Nicky Noodles. Jersey took the words right out of my mouth. I'm going. This I'm guy's going just on top. The, he's on top of his game. He's, he's killing it, man. I'm going, I'm going with the three-peat. I think it's going to be the Iconics. Uh, their, their, uh, their return has been nothing short of the spectacular, I think. I think they've been great. They're tremendous trash talkers, and they're smoking hot, so that never hurts. Um, and I think, I think they're going to run the tag team division for a little bit. And, yeah, I think it's going to be the start of, if not a full full turn tonight, at, at, uh, tomorrow night, I think it will be the beginning of – the feud build up to when the culmination of eventually going to be Bailey Sasha for the title. Yeah. I mean, for a bold prediction, Tom, I mean, we're all take, I think I'm taking the Iconics as well. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know. I was kind of unsure between, I think I saw the titles changing hands. I wasn't sure if it was going to go back to Alexa and uh, Nikki cross. Um, 
But yeah, I think like Jeremy said, the dissension between uh, or Thompson's dissension between Sasha and Bailey could start tonight uh, or Sunday night. My apologies. Um, and I think Paige had hinted on backstage that the women's tag titles are, like basically got thrown under the rug. So people, I don't know, people can take that how you want, but I, 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 I don't know. I kind of agree. Like the, I mean, until recently, they were kind of just like iffy. They didn't really. It was Alexa and, and Nikki, but. I mean, it was okay. I think the Iconics bring the more prestige like to the titles. They're more legit tag team in my eyes, so I would love to see them come out of it um, as tag team champions. And hopefully get Sasha Bailey at SummerSlam or something like that because it's been – like I've wanted that since Brooklyn, the first Brooklyn. Man, my that was amazing to be there live for that. Yeah, that was one, one of the one best, best matches. matches of all time. All time. Hot take. Not really hot take. <laughs> it's a fact, Jack. Um, <laughs> Next match, uh, it's the great. It's pro- it, I don't even, is this gonna be the main event? If it is, my bad. Whatever. Projected the greatest match of all time, the greatest match wrestling match ever. Uh, Edge versus Randy Orton. I feel like we've never seen this match before, so we won't know the outcome. Um, just kidding. Jersey, not to be too negative, but I mean, a little overdone on the on the, the greatest match thing. I mean, listen, if, if you've got two guys that are going to put up there to kind of put that as the greatest match of all time, I mean, obviously, those are, those are two guys for a reason, right? We can be honest and say that they are two of the best that have done it. I mean, yeah. Joey, I know Edge is your favorite your favorite wrestler and character of all time. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, listen, I get it, right? But to kind of make them have to live up to that, nothing ever lives up to it if you bill it like that, right? When I was, I've been watching The Last Ride lately and, like, having watching Undertaker and Sean – do it twice then triple h like and they didn't build those as like the best match of all time but they just naturally were that i think when you kind of build it and you put that pressure on it you're, you might not see it pay off the way you're hoping for yeah. it'll be a great match i agree it'll be great to see edge actually wrestle the first time in nine years legit wrestle yeah yeah um i think you're gonna have randy go over this is gonna be a three-peat and i think you had edge win at mania you have randy win the wrestling match and you're gonna have them have the final payoff at SummerSlam. so um I'm going with that. I think it's a lot, of, a lot of pressure put on these guys, even though I know they can do it. I just, you know how it is. It's tough, man. Um, I'd like to know. Like, I know who came up with the idea, but why? I just want to know why. Like, what was the reasoning behind this hyping it up to be this? Like, like the way they and they put the theme song for the greatest show, or what is the greatest showman as the yeah. theme song? Like, it's corny. Come on. Um, this is why the WWE gets laughed at sometimes. Uh, Tommy, what do you got? Uh, going back and forth on this, but I gotta go with Jersey. I think I think Orton wins this. You know, it's just funny. You know, the the whole billing. You know, the greatest greatest match ever. And then if you look on Edge's Twitter, all his Twitter for the last couple of days is like just had the greatest conversation ever. <sighs> just had the you know all things great. It's just it's just hilarious. And like you said, I think it's kind of corny with the whole tagline for it and everything. But I think Orton goes over with this. I mean, I think it'll be a good match, but I I like to see Orton go over with this and maybe. Who knows? Maybe this continues till SummerSlam with these two. So, see what happens. That's fair. I agree. Uh, and I think Randy also tweeted out, like, what did he tweet out yesterday? Uh, come watch Sunday. Either watch the greatest show or the greatest match of all time or watch a shit to bed. That <laughs> <laughs> was actually really good. That was, that was clever. Which is good. So, uh, clearly it's all jokes around for the talent there, but it's it's – it is what it is, right? Uh, Noodles, what do you got, buddy? Yeah, it's definitely going to, in my eyes, definitely going to be Orton. Um, it, it will be a great match. It's going to be a great wrestling match. There's no debating that. Um, and this is this uh, little feud they had is far from over, and there will be an ultimate culmination to see who wins best out of three. So Orton has to take this one. But it'll be a great match. All right. I, um, 
I might go a different route here just because it's me. Um, I and it's not I, not that I want to see Edge win every match. I just want I don't know how. I mean, he signed a three year deal, right? We said they said or something like that. Three, yeah, yeah something like that. Kind of right. like Lesnar three deal, or three to three to five or something like com- that. Comes yeah. and goes when he wants. <laughs> I just I'm I'm just thinking like I don't want him to waste a, like his first year on one guy. I wanted I want to see him go like go against these guys that we haven't seen. So I was hoping like for SummerSlam we'd get like him versus Seth Rollins or something like that. Not him. I don't want to see. I don't need to see him versus Randy fourteen times that, and I've seen them fight already ten years ago. So like, I was hoping they'd end it now. This would be it, and then go forward. Whether it's Randy or Edge, but I have Edge winning it just because I want the feud to end. And I don't. Need, I don't need to best out of three out of the two. Joe, but Joe, wouldn't you wouldn't you like though if if uh, you know they wrestled a great match at, at SummerSlam where Edge goes over and then builds his next storyline next year, fresh with a crowd and with the with the whole juice and everything. I sure. think enjoy that more. Yeah, sure, but. Like what, what are they going to give us another type of match though? Or are they going to just do another wrestling match? Maybe, maybe like yeah, who knows? Maybe a Hell in the Cell, or I mean, that's a little bold, but yeah, it's also going to be an Iron Man match or something like that would be epic. You know what I mean? That'd be that'd be cool. I guess you know, the greatest wrestling match ever. And now you go to the Iron Man match. Who can do it the best longer? You know, okay. do something that's fair. cool. You know, I'm still gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna change my pick because you're trying to persuade me, but I'm still gonna go with Edge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Edge is always my boy, so I got always got to take him in the close. I respect not that. that. Wrong with that. <laughs> All right, um, Drew McIntyre. World Heavyweight Champion versus Bobby Lashley. I'm going to start off with this one. Um, Get him, Joe. Listen, I'm not going to take Bobby Lashley here. I'm taking Drew McIntyre, right? Because Bobby can't beat him. But it was actually funny. Impact uh, Wrestling just tweeted out a uh, a video of that. They had a heavyweight championship match with Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley, and Bobby went over. So um, I thought it was funny. Uh, a lot of people are predicting that Bobby's going to win and they're gonna, it's going to set up Bobby versus Brock for SummerSlam. I hope that doesn't happen. And especially now with Heyman not there and he was a big Drew guy, even though he's a big Lesnar guy. I just like, I can't see that happening. But uh, I think uh, Drew McIntyre is going to go over here. Uh, I love Bobby getting the rub. Um, I love like, I, I love an old school like WWE championship run with McIntyre, him going against like legit competitors, like uh, a Lashley, uh, an Andrade, uh, he already went through Seth. Um, it's like constantly going through these guys and like just having a nice like long title reign. Something I feel like it would be that we've seen in the past, but we haven't seen in a long time. Like a legit babyface champion that goes against these top guys or top threats and like goes through them all. So especially because he just beat Lesnar, I can't like if he. It's hard to it's, so, it's hard to have him lose the title so soon to somebody that's they're all technically be the way they're built. They're all less than Lesnar, right? So like. It, I'd, it, I'd be weird to see him lose to a guy that's nothing against Lashley that's technically looked at as lesser than Lesnar, but I have Drew going over there. Sorry for the long explanation, but I just had to get that off my chest. Um, I say you feel. We'll go with, we'll go with noodles next year. What do we got? Say less, clay more, my friends. Drew McIntyre <laughs> all the way. <laughs> and just end it with that because say less, talk less than me. That's it. Um, I, do, I do love Bobby Lashley, though. I do like Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Um, and it'd be nice to see him get like Jersey was saying earlier in the show to get his to get a rub and a good push. Um, he kind of got thrown in late with this few with McIntyre, which is also you know a little bit of a tough spot for him, but yeah. he, he'll do his thing where you know he gets his stuff going. And you can't you can't knock it what MVP's been doing lately too. He's been killing it, so oh, he's been yeah, great. MVP's great, yeah. And Jersey. that's a good lead in, right? So, yeah. um, my thoughts are like this um, you have to 
kind of complete that separation from Lana. They've been teasing it for a long time. That was a terrible storyline that they that they had having him marry Lana. So I think this is I think Lana's gonna cost him the match since they've been saying weekly, like, oh, she's been told to stay behind, you know, you know, she's like, Oh, I'm gonna focus on me, but I think she's gonna try to come out because she thinks he's gonna win it and she's gonna cost him, right? And at least it won't be like a you know, Drew will go over looking strong, but at least Bobby Lashley hopefully will be able to kind of finish that separation between the two of them. But it won't be like he legit lost almost like Lana kind of you know cost him and they maybe try to revisit it again you know for the next pay-per-view because I think if like you have Drew over Bobby so quickly it's like oh damn he built him to the top and then we shoot him right down yeah you know just my thoughts Jersey, let me tell you, man, you really brought your A game today, man. Oh, dude, this is this is classic vintage jersey. That avocado toast you had for breakfast while you were hey. late today really gave me that it's... brain power today. Let me tell you, I'm proud of you today. Thanks, bud. I, I much appreciate. It. I try to bring my best every time I can. Tremendous today, tremendous. Yeah, because I mean, uh, before we get to Tom, you just throw you you put things in my head, and I just want to like harp on like I don't, and this is a hot take for me at least. I don't like Lana right now at all, like as a performer. I'm just unhappy with How do you the like way- your social media game, though? I was phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't, I don't, she need, I, it, she's not like, I don't need to see her on television right now. I just don't like, like her on TV. And it's not because she's a heel. Like, I just don't like, it just, she does nothing for me. I need, they need to like, I miss like old Russian Lana with Rusev. That's what I want from her. I don't need her being like a naggy, like whiny baby. I don't know. It just bothered me. And you just put her on it. So just like, yeah, absolutely. I, I, she deserves, be- I mean, I, it could be her fault. Maybe she's like one dimensional. I don't know what to tell you, but like, I need something. I need a, a change up for her. Like get her off a big guy, put her with like a, I don't know. We'll book it later. Uh, Tom, what do you got? <laughs> ah, going with Drew, you know? Yeah. Good to see him against Bob, you know, getting Bobby the opportunity. But, I mean, still too early for him to drop the belt. So, I'm going with Drew. Simple as that. I agree, man. Um, final – I mean, it may not be the main event of the night. Uh, but Braun Strowman on a two-on-one handicap match for the WWE Universal Championship against uh, Miz and Morrison. Uh, Noodles, it's your boy Miz here. Um, <laughs> I mean – is this a lock of the night? Like we can't have a double <laughs> champion, right? <laughs> yeah, I would. I would say it's definitely a lock of the night. Uh, Braun, Braun is definitely going to win. I have Braun winning, obviously. Um, but I do like. I love Miz and I love Morrison, and what they've been doing has actually been pretty good. Yeah. Um, those guys are funny as hell, um, and you know, and those guys are are, are tremendous heels in, in what they do. So it'll be an entertaining match. It'll be quality, but Strowman will definitely go over and, and get some revenge. Yeah, they're they're absolutely professionals. Um, of the highest level when it comes to the heels. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, bad news. I definitely will lock in tonight. I'm going to take it one step further. I think it's going to be a squash match. I think he's going to squash him in less than a minute. I don't know, because everything that they've been putting him through the last couple of weeks. You he's know, been squashing everybody. <laughs> you know, destroying his car, you know, uh, doing the slime on him, but it got on Kayla. I just think it's going to be a squash match, so that's where I'm going with this. Poor Kayla. She got slammed. <laughs> Jersey. Let's hit us I mean, with some fucking knowledge here, please. You've been doing yeah. it all night. No, I mean, listen, you guys have, you guys have pretty much said it. <laughs> I, I honestly think that this – I, I do think Braun's going to go over 100%. I have to agree on that one. But I think that um, – I think Morrison – you'll see, like, a lot of, like, trickery from Morrison and, and Miz on this one. I think I think the match will go a little bit longer. I'm going to go with five minutes, roughly, um, for the two seconds. of them. I think it would be hysterical <laughs> to see them win and share the title. I think it would be yeah, It would be really but funny, too. <laughs> I think that would really, really take away from Braun's title run right now that, hey, listen, you know what? Roman couldn't make it to WrestleMania, so Braun stepped up, and that's how it happens, right? You just you take care of opportunity when opportunity hits. Absolutely. Um, 
But to be honest, I, I think Braun's going to win. I'm going to go about five minutes, though, because I think Miz and Morrison will, will mess around enough to kind of make the, the, the match last a little bit longer. And I think you may see a little, um, little Otis. Little Otis in his peach. Oh, oh wow. I don't, see, I don't see a cash in, but I see, I see a tease. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing, nothing wrong. Um, yeah, so you know Peaches how are it, healthy. Peaches are healthy, healthy for you. I just had a peach yesterday for the first time in a long time. Um, I bet you did, boy. <laughs> That's why you're going to be a father one day. <laughs> Listen, um, I, you know, when I talk about predictions, I always go into like a long rant here. My juices get flowing once you guys start talking. It's hard to go last here. So a lot of things go through my mind. Braun's going to win, no doubt in my mind. But could this lead to a potential, like, if – does the Miz and Morrison beat him down and then Otis comes out? Is it too soon? Obviously, I think it is. Um, what's the Fiend doing? Where's the Fiend at? Because Bray lost to Strowman, and we haven't seen nothing of – I know Bray just had another child, I believe, or is, is JoJo yeah. Bray? He just had another no, child. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I get it that he'd be out for that stuff, but what's the plan? What Before we go uh, end the night with the, uh, the TTOTW, um, what are, do we see, are we getting the Fiend anytime soon? Or are we just waiting until SummerSlam? Just you know, just hit me a yes or no. Like, do we know anything? Any any thoughts here? I I think Fiend is going to wait until um until they have a good feud for him, and I think it's going to be SummerSlam. It's going to be Fiend Braun at SummerSlam. Okay, so Braun's okay. holding it for a minute, and then is yeah. Otis Otis is that down the line? We can potentially wait a year from now. I, I think it's going to be a while because I think I don't think it's believable for him to go over on Braun or the Fiend or whoever the Fiend, comes out yeah. of SummerSlam. To yeah. be very honest. Yeah. And I think they might want to craft an occasion too, you know. Yeah, so. for sure. That might be it. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Is like, but like, is Otis like a legit cash in for you guys? It doesn't mean he's going to win, right? I mean, we've had cash ins where they've lost, right? So. Well, when when Mandy turns heel again and costs him his cash in, I mean, then that's what, how it's going to go down. Mandy yeah, exactly. and Mandy and are returning Tucky this week. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't know. I think that, I think that Manny might turn heel in the future, might cost him his cash, which will be a good a good easy way to kind of cover up that storyline of him winning the title. I mean, him winning the yeah. um, the briefcase. Very, very professional response, AJ. I think I think it's tremendous. So that- tremendous. <laughs> you should just do the show by yourself. Um, yeah, you don't need us. <laughs> no, 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 no. So this is a team effort. You know that too sweet always. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I got Braun going into this one. Um, this week for our TTOTW. Um, we didn't discuss this one, uh, as we didn't. I take. Hot just take someone just say it. Bad news. Go with it. <laughs> oh, throwing it on me, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you share. You share the best, so you, you share know the, the best. Most. Uh, oh, I mean, I picked you last night at Kayla. It was, it was pretty nice. <laughs> Three time, Kayla. <laughs> hey, I mean, what the hell, man? I'm All sorry. Right. I mean, you can't choose anymore. Uh, <laughs> hey, I mean, come no, on. No, good. Just, <laughs> We gotta, I'm dying here. We gotta spread the love, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah. That picture was amazing, though. Oh my it god! Was. I mean, look, just look at the picture. I mean, Jesus. You know what? I'm gonna, you know, ravishing Russian. I'm going. Yeah, going yeah Lana. Yeah. We, we, Lana I hated her well this deserved. Week. She, well she deserved. She, she needed a reprieve, and yeah. she was top notch this week for sure. <laughs> but you know what? Again, everyone's a winner in this in this part of of the show. <laughs> everyone's a winner. You stick around this long, you get the dirt here. Um, <laughs> Lana's Lana's done well. The, I mean, she's always done well, right? So, a uh, little appreciation for me hating on her before, but uh, <laughs> shout out to Lana. Social media, everything, Twitter, TikTok, all your good stuff. We, and we and we clear as day that Tommy Two Podcasts over here is in love with Kayla Braxton. So yeah. My, he's my brother-in-law, so Nikki definitely doesn't know about this. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Nikki. Uh, 
guys, episode eight is done here. I uh, appreciate you guys' time. Backlash this Sunday. Um, hopefully soon we'll get up on the YouTube and maybe get some live feeds going here to get our, rea- our actual reactions to the, pop- the pay-per-views. It's kind of tough with the current situation here. So um, check us out on WrestleBuzz uh, on Instagram, WrestleBuzz with three Zs on Twitter. Uh, for Bad News Canali, Nick Jersey, and uh, Nikki Noodles, I am Joseph Crush. We're out. <laughs>